Don't worry, guys. We're going to talk about the don't worry. Yeah, this is the last episode of season That's <laughs> the first season. I had no bit right there. I don't know if you had something. There really wasn't anything here, was there? <laughs> I, there wasn't really anything. And I've been, and I've been hinting at this for like weeks. It's yeah. like we're kind of we're, we're kind of going out on a whimper here as far as we, season one is concerned. A little bit. I mean, but, you know, we kind of talked about it before where it was like, you know, they didn't really we're going in production order. But this is still the broadcast order. It ends with this episode, does it? Right. Yeah. 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 So, I yeah. mean, they probably just had no idea and they just was like, you know, it, it, when, when it comes to these, it's not like it's not like it's, you know, it's going to leave a cliffhanger and season two is going to pick right back up. I mean, it's Batman. It's not a uh, it's not a two part or anything like that. So, hey, we're going out with the, the don't worry men. <laughs> well, you know, the thing about it really is, is that this isn't. You know, we think of a season of television yeah. like, you know, the way we think about now, which is this highly like serialized, like the season has an arc and all of this. It's like, no, this, this was just a an order of 65 episodes. That's pretty Go much and make what it is. 65 episodes. Yeah. And because, and, I mean, let's look at Batman the Animated Series. Look at the 65 episodes that we've discussed. Yeah. It's not, there's not this overlaying arc. It's episodic television. Yeah. Every episode, like there's threads here or there. Little callbacks. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But it's not telling this overarching story. So, yeah, it's, it's just really funny to think this is the season finale. <laughs> the season finale right here. But, uh, you know, uh, cheers to the season finale. I poured a little bit of bourbon. I was like, why not do it? Cheers. Mm. No, I, I ain't got any bourbon. Yeah, I, 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 I figured. I figured out the conversation we were having. But, uh, yeah, welcome to Batman the Fanimated Stream, guys. Uh, like I said, this is uh, the season one wrap up. And it's not the don't worry, man. I think I have don't worry, darling, in my brain. That's why I said the don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> That's the word. Hey, by the way, before, before we get started on with the episode, though, yeah. we always want to make sure that we acknowledge some things. Mm-hmm. So, happy birthday, Mark Hamill. Yes. Today's his birthday. Today's his birthday, our Joker. Yeah, absolutely. And just because it's DC related, let's wish what would have been a happy 70th birthday to Christopher. There Reeves. you go. That's right. That's absolutely true. I saw that on the timeline, too. So, cheers to them. And, uh, yeah, especially, Mar- I mean, yeah, I mean, he left us way too soon, man. Christopher, it just, it, did you ever see, uh, what was it, the Children of the Corn remake that he was in? Or was it the remake? Or what was it? What movie was that? I don't know. I went out to talk about that. I was going off on a tangent already, right at the beginning. But wow, that I mean, is that like a record yeah. now? Like, what is it? I forgot what movie it was. He was in a remake of something. I don't know if it was Children of the Corn. I forgot exactly what it was. But anyways, but welcome everybody. And uh, I mean, one of the first questions I want to ask you, Scott: Does your wife know about the Dark Side statue yet? Oh no, she doesn't. <laughs> yes. I love it. I love it. I love it. Oh. Why, 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 why would, why would, I mean, I, I don't think you people, un- do you not believe me when I tell you she doesn't come down here? Yeah. And I think even Chris Wong Swenson even asked me, like, does she even notice, like, when you get something new? It's like, no, all she, all she sees is a giant collection of shit down here. I mean, <laughs> That's so awesome. I love that. I just love that because, you know, I, I know some people were, uh, you know, uh, yeah, put some here, a teacher right here said, pretty, I consider a few people worried about Zach and Perry. Yeah, yeah, there's that. But yeah, we're talking about that. And then, yeah, good question right there, Amari. What's an ancient Mayan witch doctor doing on a Gotham skyscraper? That is true. What's going on, Ryan? Is this one of those regular yeah. questions? Uh... <laughs> it kind of is. 
What's going on, Jason? We got rerun. We got Zed right here. Always good. Yeah, Matt Hatter really knows how to how to roll the R's. That's right, he does, doesn't he? Yo, what's up? Yeah, <laughs> what's got opening tonight? Jose says, uh, nothing tonight. We're just gonna unbox this episode uh to wrap up see and uh we wanted to let everybody know at the top of the um top of the show is like uh so the next thing that we will be discussing is batman mask of the phantasm the movie of course the great fantastic movie but you're gonna have some time to watch it because the next two saturdays got some things happening you know birthday is coming up and uh so i got a thing couple things planned for the the next couple of weekends. So the weekend, well, what do we say? October 15th. Right? October 15th. Okay. And, and please note, we said Saturday, Saturday. Because because it's a movie and it's going to take a little bit longer. Mm -hmm. We are not going to do our normal Sunday night deal. Because we're not going to talk about Mask of the Phantasm in 45 minutes. That would be oh, an no. absolute travesty. No, no, no. You cannot do that. So, so yeah, expect that. You got plenty of time to uh, plenty of time to um, to watch that movie and uh, jot down some notes. If you uh, maybe we'll do something. Maybe we'll have like a question thing or something. I don't know. We'll figure. Yeah, something. there needs to be. There needs. To yeah. Like it's gotta be special. I mean, we're yeah, we're talking about mask of the freaking phantasm. Exactly. We'll figure something out. But we got two weeks. Like I said, we'll we'll be taking a two week break from the stream. Um, and uh, yeah, and we'll come back with a bang when it comes to uh, that banger of mask of the phantasm for sure. So, and I see you guys' excitement out there. But right now, we're gonna talk about the worry, <laughs> which yes, it's just like. I was totally going into this. I was like, what is this? And looking at the title card, I went, which one? And then when it started, I think, you you know, you probably caught it more than me. And then all of a sudden it hit me probably about five minutes in. I went, oh, this is a Hatter episode. <laughs> like, it, I was like, what is? I'm like, where is this going? And then when the dolls, when the dolls made their appearance, I went, oh, that's right. Jeez. And then it, it just hit me right there. I was like, oh. Good old Jarvis coming back, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, when it starts off, though, it's like, okay, so we see Veronica Vreeland. Yeah. Uh, first time we've seen her since Birds of a Feather. Yep. And uh, and then, of course, she's, and, uh, you know, it, it's at this little party of a bunch of rich people that are just all, you know, stuck up and <laughs> talking about the rainforest. But do they really care about the rainforest, Scott? I don't think they do. I, I, Rachel Gould would say, no, they do not. not. You know, yeah. um, but you notice how they're all like ridiculously dressed like they're all going on a safari i was just like this is so pretentious as hell right now i, I love how bruce wayne's standing back like in a tuxedo going yeah i'm not i'm not doing this yeah thing. i mean he had some kind words to say that hey at least she's you know she's got her uh inheritance that she's utilizing at least for some kind of good but yeah you could tell that and he's like standing next to another dude who's running like a security company i think his name is hayden who's like you know i mean Hayden. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. And he, and, and, and he's just very much, I mean, he's worried about his own company. So of course this is, you hear a lot of the word worry. Uh Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Did you recognize the voice? I, it sounded familiar, but I didn't look who is oh, it. I, oh, oh, Siri. Oh, dude. Really? Oh, yeah. I, I didn't even have to look at the credits. For oh, this damn it. I feel bad. <laughs> you should. I, I, I'm going to tell you, you're going to, you're going to feel horrible when I tell you. Okay. Who it who is. It, who is it? LeVar. Burton. Okay. <laughs> I was, I almost just said that right now too. You know, what's funny is like, as that was, as you were busting my balls right now, I was like going, watch, it's going to be like LeVar Burton. 
Why didn't I? Uh, I should have just blurted it out. Is it Labar? Uh, God damn it, man. Ah, I'm mad at myself. <laughs> <laughs> because I was like, I, I recognized the voice, but then I just didn't. Because he's not, you know, he's not big time in the episode. You know, he's not like, you know, consistently throughout the episode. You know, he shows up like another time. Um, but I was like, damn it. I knew I recognized that voice. And then he's a voice of one of the goons. He's, he's also voice. And then he's a voice of one of the goons. Is he really? Ah, gee, there you go. Yeah. They utilize uh, Mr. Burton right there. But uh, yeah, so obviously he's worried. And this is where these little dolls, these little tiny little dolls that Veronica got when she was on her little adventure that she found from a, a dude, you know, just selling them, saying that, yeah, you stick them under your pillow, you sleep well, everything's all good. It's going to bring good vibes. Apparently it has. Um, but, you know, of course, Bruce is like, he's kind of just like, Eh, are you serious seriously okay but he's you know he's letting her talk about it you know and then of course hayden over here is like well shit i might as well try it why not because i'm a worrying mess well it's always kind of funny to me too it's like this is one of those weird um inconsistencies or dissonance i have sometimes with batman especially a batman who at this point like we've just had racial ghoul with the lazarus pit and that kind of thing because you know traditionally batman is depicted in the comics as a i don't know if he's an agnostic or a straight-up atheist yeah. in it traditionally in the comics but he's always so very logical and science-oriented skeptical and I'm like, as hell skeptical he's, as hell and i'm like he's dana Scully. but you <laughs> right yeah very good yeah, yeah he's a like a dana Scully, yeah but it's like but just like scully in the x-files it's like how do you stay that way with all the shit you've seen I mean, seriously, I know exactly. There's like, yeah, I just like it just hit me like right when you were talking about that right now, how like, yeah, it's like you've seen some shit. So maybe just open up your brain a little bit that maybe there's something right here. But yeah, it's like similar to Dana, where it's like Mulder's always just like saying and she just goes, well, and it's like, well, wait a minute. Don't you remember? There's that one time where, uh, you know, the uh, the time where you you guys made a big, long movie, you were literally in an alien spacecraft and a, an alien was going to be starting to grow inside you at one point. It's like you're not you can't still be skeptical all the time but you're right yeah he just kind of plays it off like that and then of course when you see the um i guess like the windows up there the sky window whatever the hell the moon whatever um you see like somebody you see a cape and you see like this it's witch called doctor. a skylight dave skylight there you go i was like it's been a weekend <laughs> okay but uh yeah it's <laughs> a little bit um but uh, yeah, we see this like, uh, you know, witch doctor looking dude who's like swinging, a, you know, he's up there on the top. And of course, finally, I mean, Bruce doesn't see it at first. I love it how it's like you kind of just see him like you see like the shadow of him. You, sh you see the cape. Bruce doesn't really see it at first, but then eventually, of course, he does. And then I got to make the rounds, Veronica. Sorry. And he's got to just like do his thing. And of course, we know what the thing is, is getting in that bat suit quickly. Yeah, he gets up on the roof and gets changed like really quick. Yeah. I'm gonna say that was that that was that was a little fast. I know. I'm kind of wondering like where did he have that stashed when it came because I don't think they're at it. Were they? It was this hosted at any Wayne building? Probably not. You know, this is one of those situations that I feel like 
Batman sometimes is basically like in a Superman situation where the costume is just like permanently underneath whatever he's wearing. Yeah, 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 it's got to be. I mean, he's wearing the tux, so it does make sense that that's the case. Um, And then, of course, you know, he approaches him and uh, takes him on. And I love how like he throws like this, like, I guess, like this ball that's got some weight to it. And he just it misses him. But then it ricochets and hits him right in the back. That had to hurt a little bit. You could actually feel like. Well, it, it kind of reminded me of like a croquet yes. ball. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Croquet. Man, I haven't played that in, since I was a child. But yeah, it kind of has, it probably has some kind of, you know, something like that. Because when it hits his back, he fucking feels that thing. <laughs> feels it big time. Ouch. Yeah, well, he also, because he also like throws like the big axe. And it's really cool when Batman like grabs it yeah. out of, you know, midair. And then, you know, he's he's actually doing pretty well against those witch doctor which i will go ahead and admit while it's very cliche walking uh cliche looking <laughs> yeah. um i do appreciate that the episode later gives an explanation that this is not being culturally insensitive that actually like there's a like a legitimate explanation for why he's dressed up in such a ridiculous outfit exactly yeah they do explain it because it's like it's like why yeah i mean and then of course it begs the question why is an ancient mayan like you know on top of skyscrapers it does like it's like what yeah why is this guy here i mean it and then of course the guy's about to you know he climbs up on a gargoyle and he's about to leap off the building of course batman stops him and then yes the uh the, the axe or the hatchet or whatever you want he just throws it into the party which then cuts the rope of that big huge like you know you know, mask thing, that big, huge head thing, whatever yeah. the hell you want to call it. And of course, everybody in the uh, in the party is, you know, he's got to save him. So Batman, of course, uses that strength of his to uh, to make sure that people don't get uh, clobbered by that thing. But two people almost do in the hallway. You see yeah. That? Yeah. There. Yeah. Well, also the fact that when he shoots his grappling hook. OK, one yeah. little quibble I have here. Somehow <laughs> the grappling hook goes in one eye out the other and like does a complete like. You Scott. know, 180 to turn around. I'm like, it's not a batarang. Like, it's... <laughs> what are you talking about? It's got a mind of its own. It's like a creature. It's like a serpent. It just it's makes not the crazy. scorpion thing from the W.S. Anderson <laughs> movie right. from the 90s. Yeah. OK, it's not. Yeah, it's not a scorpion's harpoon that he shoots out of his out of his wrist that can maybe bend around or something like that. First Mortal Kombat movie um, did that. But anyways, yeah. But yeah, I mean, but at least he saves the day he almost, you know, there's like I said, those two people in the hallway almost almost get it when it crashes through the wall. But hey, they're fine. They're fine. We're all good. And then, uh, and then, of course, yeah, we get to the Batcave. Or well, hold on, hold on. before we get to the Batcave, before we oh, get to no, the Batcave, yes. yeah. Of course, Batman goes looking at the gargoyle. He's go looking yeah. for the witch doctor. How is that witch doctor hanging? Like, like, what is he actually like? Well, okay, on? so I saw that on his costume. He's got some claws, I guess. Okay, there's some, there's okay. some like I saw that, but they were like on top, which is weird. So I don't know if he like maybe turned him around and hooked him into the gargoyle and maybe there was something around his feet or his shins that he was. Yeah, because he very much does like a Spider-Man thing where it's just like, you know, like when 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 Harry Osborn looks out the balcony, he's just like, you know, it's like almost that shot where he's underneath and you don't see him. So, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's pretty interesting. But I think that's how he was doing. it. OK, I'll, yeah. I'll, 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 I'll accept that headcanon. Okay, <laughs> you know, that's that's the best. I think that's what they were trying to go for. But yeah, so we don't see we don't go to the Batcave. We actually just have we're at Wayne Manor, I guess. And Bruce is just um, 
talking about that you know he's in his robe and stuff like that and uh and then of course alfred finds a little doll and then just you know explains like the little doll to him and then alfred just decides hey why not let's just put it under bruce's pillow and and then we all know like oh something bad's gonna happen there and well at first bruce comes into the office very chipper whistling you know it's got a hat on that's different, you know. I, think, I was about to yeah. say, Bruce in a fedora. Yeah. That's an interesting look there. Yeah, I was like, that was the first time we've seen that. Um, you know, maybe he was just feeling it. He was like, you know what? It's a fedora kind of game. Uh, that kind of day. I'm feeling kind of chipper and like uh, different today. So why not? And sure enough, I mean, obviously he's got his, uh, um, I don't know, secretary, I guess you could say, who uh, is basically just, you know, I love how she's talking on the phone. And then she, we have this briefcase and I was just kind of going... I don't remember this part. I was just going. Oh, see, I did remember that part. Yeah, yeah. I did remember this part. Twenty yeah. million dollars. Yes, twenty. Yeah, there's no way that twenty million dollars is going to fit in a briefcase. Um, but you know, whatever. We're not. We're not looking at those little. Bills. Very large. Yes, bills. very large bills. Very very large bills. Jeez, did they make a hundred thousand? Anyways, um, no. But they, they. So she does that, and then Bruce is just kind of like. You know, you see what's in there and then he just opens up his window, puts it on his on the uh, the edge. And we're like, all right, what? <laughs> Very interesting. And then, of course, you see somebody swing by who's not wearing the same costume as the uh, the witch doctor. Now it's kind of like a what a cheetah looking. I don't know. Yeah. Nah. Cheetah leopard kind yeah. of deal going. So we see that. And then, of course, you know, when that all happens, like like and then when she comes in and she's just like, why did you want me to do that? And he's like, has no idea what the hell she's talking about. Like all of a sudden just the money didn't exist. What brief briefcase, what money? That's when it, I think that's when it more clicked. I was like, Oh yeah, this is a fucking Hatter movie or Hatter episode. Maybe it was more then that it really clicked. Maybe it wasn't five minutes in. It was probably like whatever this was probably like seven minutes in or something like that. Something. But yeah, I think that's when it clicked. I was like, Oh yeah, Hatter. Of course it's Hatter. Why wouldn't it be Hatter? What's really funny, though, is that I realized later on that if you paid very close attention to the thumbnail on HBO Max, the thumbnail gives it away. Does it? Oh, yeah. I didn't even look at that. <laughs> I don't think I even looked at that. I think I just clicked on the episode and just started playing it. So, yeah, the, the, uh, HBO Max, it's weird because HBO Max, when you look at some of the, the thumbnails they use, sometimes it's like it makes it hard for me to find the episode. I'm like, I'm looking for one thing and they're like that. The thumbnail is like something different that I wasn't looking for. So. Yeah, HBO Max and their thumbnails are uh, are interesting. So, yeah, so all that's been happening, and then um, um, let's see, twenty million, and he had no memory of it. And then Bruce, uh, you know, not only um, uh, let's see, oh fuck, I kind of messed up my notes here. Where where do we go from here? I think I okay. So after that, we go after they because he sees the guy take the suitcase and yeah. swing away, and Bruce. Goes grabbing for it. That's when we cut to the, this. Is when we cut to the Bat Cave, mm. and they're watching the news report That's of right. Hayden Sloan being uh, taken away for embezzlement. And there's this whole news story showing all these socialites around Gotham who have been mysteriously taking money away from their companies. And Bruce is up there with Hayden and a couple of other, yeah, you know, rich snobs. A hundred million dollars worth, right? That's what they said on the. Yeah. yeah, I think total, but yeah. total between the four. Between all of them. Yeah. So a lot of weird things are like happening. And then, of course, um, uh, and then we got, of course, we got Veronica, who's on like a yacht, you know, just out there. Was it a yacht? 
not it felt or like, a boat, it felt like a ferry. It ferry, like, yeah, it could have been like that. Yeah, might have been something like that. And then she's got like a big, huge, you know, bag that's got something in it. She's about to throw it overboard, but luckily Batman shows up and is like, "What are you doing here?" And then, sure enough, it's like the same thing. She's not feeling well. She's feeling a little woozy. And we all know that she, because she mentioned at the opening, that she doesn't just have these dolls underneath her pillow at night. She wears them constantly, like, on her on her hair, like, on her ponytail. So she's constantly being, something's going on with these dolls. And is it, you know, is it actually something? Or is it technological? Well, if you clicks that it's Mad Hatter, you're like, oh, well. We know what it is. Microchips. Yeah, yeah, microchips. That's what it is. Fucking microchips. Damn it. But yeah, so he figures that out. And uh, basically what these microchips are doing is, you know, obviously you're sleeping well, but it, it's something's happening during your sleep where it's making you more susceptible to uh, hypnotic, you know, something, another like sound waves or whatever to make you just do things that you shouldn't be doing. Like, you know, taking $20 million in cash and putting it on, on the, on a windowsill. Yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah, well, of course, then when Batman's there, then a couple of, you know, more tribal-looking goons show up to take the bag, and Batman fights yep. them off, ends up ripping the back of the, the cloak of one of them, which I'm going to bring up later, because that was a cool... I mean, this is a Paul Dini-written episode. Yes. And a little underwhelming for what we expect from a Paul Dini episode, I'm going sure. to admit. But there was a cool thing that gets mentioned later that we'll, uh, that we'll bring up. But of course, then he goes. He grabs the cloak. They run off. They open it up. You know, it, you know, they find all these Vreelin family jewels inside. He's like, but "Why did my jewels get here?" She's all yeah. surprised and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. But then he, of course, asks her about you know the trip to Central America, and she talks about how you know she it was a funny little man who she yeah, got the dolls from. Yeah, was, yeah. yeah I know really big hat and it was like did he have an english accent <laughs> yes exactly and that's where of course batman starts figuring it out and uh yeah so then we get a lot of that she's gonna do uh and then you know we figure out and of course he takes like the uh the micro microchips and this is where we get to the bat cave and he's kind of explaining it to alfred looking at the little microchip and just kind of saying like what happens and everything. And then, uh, you know, of course, Alfred feels terrible because he put the, the doll underneath his pillow. Um, but, you know, it's just Alfred. Alfred was looking out for Bruce. He thought maybe, hey, Bruce, he has, you know, let's face it, it's Bruce Wayne. He has nightmares. He's not. He probably has trouble sleeping sometimes. So why not? But, yeah, so he felt bad for that. And then, of course, um, we uh we uh we, we finally get to uh where Mad Hatter is in his new little hideout, and of course the goons show up, uh, but of course they don't have the jewels, so he's well at first he's doing like that whole thing where he's just talking to himself and so happy with other people's money. I love it when there's coins too, you know, not just not just you know, it's like very uh Scrooge McDuck or, or very McDuck. Scrooge McDuck, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's just like coins and stuff like that, not just dollar bills. So yeah, it just kind of gave me that little vibe right there. But of course he gets mad. And then, yes, this is where he brings up because they talk about how Batman came in and prevented them from getting the jewels from Veronica. And then he gets pissed and then he notices that the, uh, you know, yeah, like you said, the little garb right there, like the uh, it was ripped. So he mentions that, too. And he goes, well, now Batman's just going to find us because it's Batman. Right. And I love the fact that Mad Hatter is intelligent enough to go. Batman can use something like yes. that. 
and it's going to bring him right here. Yeah. I love the idea that the I love it when Batman's villains are smart enough to know all he needs is that, yes. and that's going to be enough to lead him directly to where we are. And I think that's just a cool thing for Jarvis to um, to realize. Yeah. I, 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 it just struck me. It was, it's a weird thing to strike me, but you know, that's what I'm here for. I'm here for the weird stuff. <laughs> no, no, I'm right there with you. Cause I like that too. Because when you actually saw that happen, if you're watching, you're immediately going, Oh, that little tear that Batman got that little piece. He's a detective. He's going to figure out where that guy's going just from that little piece. So to, to have the Mad Hatter go, well, shit, man, look what you did. You tore the piece. He's going to find us. And like, so as an audience member, you're going, Hey, look at that. You're doing the same thing. And like, Hey, Jar yeah. See Jarvis knows. Yeah. It is a nice little thing um, to, uh, to, 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 to have that connection with. So that I thought that was pretty cool too. And then of course, yeah, Batman figures it out. You know, obviously he knows, and it's the, uh, the great Eastern costume company. No, I always love the fact that he just said that off the top of his head, like, that. like, of course it would be. It, it, it's very, <laughs> I'm going to be honest. It feels a little 66 the way that Adam, like Adam West would just randomly like spout out some random piece of information. Yeah. It's like, it must be. Like, you know? Wow. Do, did you frequent this place as a kid, Bruce? I mean, cause it's abandoned now, obviously. And then of course he goes a great place for the Mad Hatter to have a new hideout. And it's like, yeah, absolutely does. And uh, you know, and then once we get here, this is actually the clip I wanted to play because I thought this was kind of cool. Because when he shows up, you got you get like these, you know, stat like statues or dummies or stuff of Batman. There's there's some puppets and yeah. there's some like mannequins and it's, yeah. it's, it's of weird Batman rogues gallery. We get the rogues yeah. gallery and it's kind of this is probably my favorite part of the episode because it's just it's kind of creepy, especially when you see the Jokers and Harley Quinn probably is even creepier than that, just because she's like full on puppet, uh, full on puppet on strings. But yeah, this is what I wanted to show right here. I knew you were coming. Look at all that. That's creepy. Clayface, you got everybody right there. Scarecrow. Scarecrow. Come on, that's creepy as hell. That's the shot from the thunder. Yeah, that was the shot. Yeah, you're right. You got Penguin right there. Got the awesome score. How is Batman like a donut shop? <laughs> both with holes. Oh, and he does a little he does a little riddler you know riddle thing you know as that's happening <laughs> see i mean this is creepy right here that's oh, just yeah. weird Let's be honest, marionettes are creepy anyway. Yes. And then that right there is just like, what is happening? This is a scene out of Batman's Nightmare. Right and then, look, I love that shot right there. A little kind of slow shot of him, like, getting out of the way. Oh, yeah, the slow-mo selfie. Yeah, I just thought that was really cool. And then, of course, you know, of course, some of these guys are real. And it fools Batman right there And as we continue on. But I just thought that was really cool that Jarvis, like, set it up with, you know, rogues gallery members. And, yeah, the Harley and Joker part, which is, that's something out of Batman's nightmares right there. You got to better believe. So, but, yeah, he gets uh, he gets fooled by those guys. And uh, let's see, where are we at? Yeah, the Jack in the Box. Yeah, the goons. Yeah. And then, uh, of course, Jarvis wanted, uh, you know, when they get him, and obviously, you know, they knock him in the head. God, how many times does Batman get that knock to the back of the head? Jeez. 
God, the, the amount of concussions that guy has got to have. I mean, more than an NFL player. Yeah, seriously. I mean, there's got to be some kind of protocol for him, man. I mean, he's going to have some of that CTE yeah, as he gets older. But um, And then, of course, Jarvis does his whole thing, that that villain speech of how this all came to be. So we got we get a little flashback of... You know, of when he met this uh, this witch doctor or whatever. And yeah, that's what you were talking about earlier. I'm with- sorry. Every time you say witch doctor, I just, the chipmunks go in my head. And I just- <laughs> really? <laughs> uh, no, no. Because did you ever see the first chipmunk movie? I think I saw pieces of it, but I never really. Yeah. You're talking about like the, the live action one with Jason Lee. No, oh. no, no. I'm talking about the animated oh. one. I probably did a long time ago, but I don't remember it. Yeah. See, I saw it in theaters when oh, I was a kid, okay. and it's one like they're going like on a world tour race with like the. Okay, with, I think like, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they go into like some you know native village, and it and they end up singing the whole ooh ee ooh ah ah ding ding bang bang. Yeah. Okay. Yes. I found the witch doctor, and witch doctor said to me, "I'm sorry. Every time you say witch doctor, that just starts popping into my head." You just there's my tangent for you. You just brought back like some fucking memory, a memory rush right now. Jeez, because yeah, I was all into the chipmunks. Christmas time, I always had that chipmunks album on all the time. Christmas, Christmas time. Sorry. Anyways, we're not going to go on a chipmunk. <laughs> tangent right here but man you just brought up some freaking old memories right there that was great um and i could totally see that what about a bing bang god that's gonna be in my head for the rest of the night thank you scott thank you thank you <laughs> uh, my my work here is yes you're done. just done see it's a good <laughs> all right that's all we got folks now um but yeah we get a little backstory and like you said it's not like just some dude from gotham that was dressed up in this you know native garb that you were you know it's actually somebody that he brought to here but you know of course he kind of brought unwillingly you know it's still really bad what he did but the other guys of course are just goons from gotham just whatever and they're just here and he even like i love how he just you know and it's funny too because obviously they're they're caught under the whole spell the technology like what whatever's in their whatever's in their uh you know their garbs and whatever the hell so they he just talks straight up shit about him like yeah they're nothing they're just goons from gotham they're riffraff yes exactly but of course that bites him in the ass (laughs) you know later on when you know because bat i mean well first off and then this is what I love about this episode too, because I of course made, I made, uh, I made the note. But you know, obviously they're going to be putting Batman into a guillotine, you know. And as soon as like he gets in there and the thing comes down, leg day, leg day again, guys. Never skip leg day. Oh, and before and before yeah. then, one, I love how you pronounce it the British okay. way. Yeah, it's uh, a guillotine. Did you pronounce it guillotine? Yeah, guillotine. Yeah. yeah. The French way is guillotine. guillotine. Yeah, guillotine. Yes. yes. Just double yeah, but I was how the British pronounce all the letters. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Guillotine, guillotine, whatever. Um, but it's yeah. cool though, by the way, uh, because it is exactly. But since it is Lewis Carroll, it is it is worth noting that what Mad Hatter is quoting, mm. you know, the one two one two Vorpal blade. That is a very famous Lewis Carroll poem called the uh, Jabberwocky. Nice, and he's quoting uh, almost an entire stanza from the poem so i just thought i actually I, I i literally like just taught this poem like a week and a half ago did so you I really everyone, i know that wow. yes i did i really that's did cool. i would have yeah of course yeah i would have never guessed that but yeah that's cool um jabberwock isn't there like a dance group called like the jabberwockies or something like that i don't know that name just was like ringing in my you know 
Well, obviously, it's an allusion to Lewis Carroll because that's he he wrote the okay. poem. Okay, that works. But yeah, like I said, I'd put leg day, stopping the guillotine. <laughs> like, because he is like, how is he going to get? I mean, we get that cool little shot of like it coming down and like he, you know, the the surprise, you know, the bat, the, the frightened bat face. And then he just, I mean, core day too, by the way, because he had, a, you know, you lift your legs, stop the damn thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, again, that's why you can't skip any of that, guys. You got to work that core. And um, and then, of course, he triggers like this little, you know, sonar, like like a sound to just kind of like break the hypnotic spell that these guys are on. And, um, yeah, they start taking out like, what, what the hell? Like, where am I? What, what are we doing here? And then again, it's like, yeah, don't talk shit to these guys because you never know when you, you might lose your control over them there, Jarvis dummy. <laughs> and sure enough. And they remember, too. Yes. Yes. So they're just like, they basically are like, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're going to talk shit about us. Fine. Well, but then, but then there's a little interesting thing that happens when he, when he fools uh, Jarvis, does he have like an extra cow and cape? <laughs> because he, yeah, I even wrote that. I was like, does he have, he had two because he puts it on like something that, you know, has pointy ears and of course jarvis shoots at it because jarvis to get out of this whole situation i love how he where his gun is he just takes out of his hat and it's on a spring <laughs> in his hat <laughs> you know that is kind of yeah, cool though i have to give because it's it's like a little derringer yeah, derringer yeah and it's just like you know i mean that's how he's gonna get out of it obviously you know you know get away from me and and uh yeah you know, i thought that was a little kind of cool like how he had it there but yeah of course when he's walking through and batman just and he shoots at it and then all of a sudden batman swings in and takes him out and i'm like wait so we had or maybe and i'm not kind of going like well we're at we're at a place a costume yes. shop yeah so i'm like was mm -hmm. there a bat cow cape and cow flying around how how long has this place been abandoned i don't know so i, I kind of overthought it a little bit maybe but i don't know it was kind of interesting that because other times that batman has used his cape and cowl to distract somebody we see that he has taken it off you know or he's got to put it back on this time not so much so maybe they were just thinking ah people will just think it's part of the costume place Maybe because it wasn't a cowl. It, cause, oh, it wasn't. Cause it was just a mannequin head and he taped. Oh, OK. To it. So the only part of it that he needs is the cape. And I can imagine a cape like that hanging around in the costume company. You're right. You're right. You're absolutely right. Because I, I for some reason, I thought there was also a cowl, too, that was on top of the head that had it. And it just fell off when it when. Yeah, you're right. You're right. It was just the cape. So, you're yeah, that's probably what it was. Well, there you go. We solved it, guys. We solved it. We solved uh, where, where this other extra little cape came from. So, and then, uh, so yeah, and I was like, he had to. And then, of course, um, yeah, that was pretty much it. He gets taken out. And then, uh, you know, obviously, when, uh, you know, Mad Hatter, Mr. Jarvis is going to be put back into uh, Arkham. And, by the way, uh, by the way, when he gets taken out, of course, uh, hat department hats, sign yeah. falls on top yes. of him. I mean, but on chink. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Just a nice little at the end there. Like, of course, the hat department, that's that's what's going to take him out. Yeah, it's good stuff. And then, of course, the, uh, uh, you know, the the witch doctor or the shaman or what what, what do they call him? Shaman. Shaman. It's yeah, shaman. there you go. There you go. He, uh, you know, he basically Bruce is like, well, we're going to put the money back into the company, but we're going to take some out and send the dude back. You know, he was basically kidnapped. Let's get him back to where he uh, was. And uh, and then he uh, apparently made uh, a night. A, one more doll for uh, Jarvis to have under his pillow. And uh, it's a Batman doll. And I loved it. I love that. I love the ending. The ending's fun. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know, when it comes to that.
Yeah, the ending the ending is like dun 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 dun. <laughs> and you got that little that little uh Batman doll right there, right underneath his pillow. But it's just kind of funny. It's like, why would Jarvis actually want to have that on his pillow? Maybe he didn't know. I'm guessing he didn't know that it's under his pillow. But uh yeah, he's gonna be having some bad dreams for a while. But yeah, there you go. There's the episode right there. You know, it's not terrible. It's not a terrible episode. It, it's got fun moments. It's just mad. Yeah. It's just it's, it's just, just kind of like because yeah, you would. I mean, and I think that's it, it is kind of cool that when you see the title card, if you were to look at the title card, you'd be like, I have no idea what's going on in this episode. You would never guess that it's Mad Hatter. I do like the fact that, you know, if you were watching this fresh that, yes, it would probably click at one point that, oh, yeah, Mad Hatter, of course. And uh, again, I like, and then probably the best moment was the rogues gallery thing for me. And I think, uh, you know, you bringing up the fact that, yeah, he, when he ripped the garb off and Jarvis was like, well, now he's going to find us. You know, that's a cool little part. Those are cool parts of uh, of this episode. But yeah, otherwise, it's, you know, it's kind of meh, but it's not terrible. It's not Batman in the basement. No, <laughs> we, we can always go back to Batman in the basement. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's not terrible. So, but yeah, I mean, there you go. 65 episodes right there, season one that we have discussed. And like, I, and one of the things that we said we would probably do um, uh, also is maybe do like our pick our favorites. I don't know if we're going to do that season by probably maybe we should do. You think we should do like a season one? Like, let's talk about like, you know, a top five or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. was about to say five's a good let's yeah. do a top five of season one. Okay. And I would also agree that um, I would treat two parters. I would treat each part separately because, yeah. you know, we've talked about that before where it's like we can prefer one part over the other. But yeah, let's come up with our own because that will also help because I'm sure when we get done with season three, we're going to want to like pick like our top 10 or yeah. top five of the entire show. And it would be really helpful if we've already broken this down like season by season. There you go. That'll work. That'll work. But uh, yeah, that's it, guys. And like I said, uh, like I said at the top of the show, like uh, um, give it about two weeks. So the 15th, we'll be back here talking about Batman Mask of the Phantasm, which is just uh on batman day when i saw uh i think it was the batman the animated series um twitter handle they posted you know of course when he first gets into the bat costume my god oh god oh just so good that, that moment oh my god that movie i mean i still say to this day and so just prepare yourselves <laughs> i have said to this day of all batman movies Live action or not. Mask of the Phantasm yeah. is my number one. Yeah. That's the number one. Yeah. It's just one of those that's really special. I can't it's been a bit. I think the I think the last time I watched it was um when HBO Max first, you know, came about and I subscribed and it was already on there. And I think I just put it on. But I but I, you know, I was kind of doing other things too, but just you know, I I, I want to actually sit down and just freaking watch it and just take it all in again. I mean, I still remember well, we'll talk about it when when we get to that well, yeah yeah i the last time i saw it though it was the 25th it, yes it was the 25th anniversary fathom events released in theaters nice and uh i went because i missed it i did not see mask of the phantasm in its initial theatrical run yeah i remember you talking so about that. when they did oh god it just pains I me know. um but when fathom events did that 25th anniversary release i was like gotta go oh oh 
Oh, oh hell no. I, I ain't missing it again. No, I still remember my dad was visiting because um, he had some uh, he was on leave from the army. So he he was he was in California. And yeah, that was like it was perfect timing because, yeah, we were like, we have to see this because yeah, me and him watched Batman, the animated series all the time. So when it came to that, we were like, yep, there you go. So me and him went to the carousel theater over here or over over the hill right there to watch uh to watch the movie and it was like that's always in my brain um when it comes to this so that was really cool but yeah guys so there you go that is uh you know a wrap for uh season one of uh batman the animated series five, uh, 65 episodes and uh yeah we'll do something you know where we talk about like our favorite ones and whatever even though probably some we could probably guess some of the ones that would be in our top five for sure you know just by going through i yeah. mean i i feel like there are some that are just locks at this Pretty point much. you there know is. it it's kind of cliche to say um hard yeah. ice is going to be yeah, in that. Yeah, you know, this is but you know, well, maybe we'll have you know something in there that'll be like, oh, interesting. So but uh yeah, do that in like uh two weeks from now, uh on a Saturday, not on a Sunday. We will be, of course, uh, doing uh, Mask of the Phantasm. So, uh, you know, you got time to do it. And uh yep, yeah, that's pretty much it. So uh anything else to say, Scott? I think that does it for this episode, this season, this evening. This evening. There we go. So go ahead and uh, send us off. Well, of course, you can find me on Twitter at ScottDC27. You can find my podcast at DC Squadcast, wherever it can be found, which we just published a new episode last night. Our scene two commentary of Man of Steel, scene by scene, Zod and Jor-El. Mm. So that can that's also on Vero Facebook, YouTube with the entire network of shows at squadcastmedia.com. There you go, guys. And uh, appreciate you guys watching. Make sure you smash that like thumbs up before you leave. Subscribe to the channel. Make sure uh, you have the notification bell on so you know when I'm doing this stuff. And then, of course, I'll see you guys tomorrow. Film Junkie Live at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time as per usual. And uh, when it comes to this, we'll see you guys uh, in two weeks. Two weeks. That's right. And uh, that's pretty much it. We love you, and we'll talk to you later. Your angel of death awaits. Perfect. Love it. Bye, guys.